I always say that I can see things as like Photoshop layers when you live in the city for as long as you do because you're like, oh, that used to be this, which used to be this, which used to be this. And so you can like, you can really look at it and you're like, okay, like that that market is was, was the same, but I remember there used to be this like African tiki mask store. That was San Francisco born and raised artist Milan Allen. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the artists, activists, and small businesses that make this city unlike any other. I had the good fortune to meet Milan at the Fillmore Jazz Fest last summer. Some friends and I were walking up and down the street, seeing what the event had to offer, when we stumbled across a booth with bright, colorful art that all had one thing in common, at least when it comes to subject matter. It was all about food. Then we noticed the person who seemed to be running the booth. She was a young woman dressed head to toe in a fried egg onesie. I knew at that moment that I had to meet this person. Fast forward to last fall, when I got in touch with Milan. She chose Patricia's Green in Hayes Valley as the place for us to record, for reasons that will become apparent in part one. Oh, and sorry for referring to the spot as Patricia's Grove. Oops. In this episode, we meet this artist and hear all about her family's roots in the city. Here's Milan. I had to do some research, too. Oh, for this. Because, like, I forgot about like where my origins are and like all this stuff so I had to like I was like dad where were you born right you Uh, did your homework yeah I had to like really think about it awesome because I haven't done yeah I haven't thought about it in a while you had to get it front of mind yes exactly um so hello my name is Milan Allen I am a large-scale food painter uh and I only paint food Mm -hmm. and I am a third generation San Franciscan. Okay. Um, my family was born here, or uh, basically born here. I was born here. Um, and then my grandparents were not born here, but basically lived their entire lives in the city. Right. Uh, up until, I would say, the 2000s? Okay. Like Going back to maybe, what, the 60s? The or 60s. 60s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good chunk of time. It's a big chunk of time. Like, if I, if you spend majority of your life in one place, I think you can say that you're uh, <laughs> from there. Yeah, especially born in. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, for born. sure. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm from the city. I've been here uh, basically my entire life up until, like, what, two years ago? I just moved to Oakland, like, two years ago. <laughs> and I... We still love you. I mean, look, I still love the city. Yeah, you have, yes, you have that advantage. I, yeah, I still love the city. It's your city. I I think that there's, it's a complicated relationship. Yep, yep. Um, But it's kind of, you know, it's, I describe it as like, it's your first love. Yeah. Right. Like it's, we love it, but also we, there's a lot of responsibility with whatever your first love is. Yeah, and what's the line from Last Black Man? You can't hate it unless you love it. Yeah, yeah. That's 100% And I love it, and I also hate it. It drives you fucking nuts. (laughs) It's like a family member. Yeah! In that way. It's like, you're never going to stop loving it, but goddamn, close the toilet seat or whatever it is. Yeah, yes, I know. Like, exactly. There's, yeah, there are things that I... 
I don't know. I, I flirt with the idea of coming back a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just like, you know, hooking up with your ex again, you're like, see, this is why we broke up. It might sound good. <laughs> good on paper, as they say. Yeah. Uh, let's hear about um, some of those grandmother lines. Yes. Or, or grandparent lines. Yeah. And, and how they led to your parents and then you. Yeah. So my mom's mom um came here uh from texas Mm -hmm. in the 60s there was a big push for black people to get out of texas i don't know if you know about this but like in the 60s they had like a lot of people being like hey you should move to like san francisco or like whatever uh, and get, and get like a, places, yeah. a government job mm. and like you know mm-hmm. you can live your life and happiness mm. and whatever and so there were just like a huge push and my grandmother was like hell yeah let's do let's that do so uh she passed. i also know sorry yeah. to interrupt i know through doing this podcast that you know i i spent the first I guess 18, 19 years of my life in Texas. Yeah. I had no idea that there were black towns. Oh, yeah. All over East Texas. Oh, yeah. There might still be some. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. But I'm like, the amount of stories I hear exactly like your family, I guess your mom's family. Yeah. Are just that. Like, they, mm-hmm. they had these communities that probably went back however many generations. Yeah. And then it's no coincidence Right. That a lot of those folks came out here to California. Yeah. Yeah. And then the minute that you come here, right, you see that there's like a bunch of other people from Texas mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, wow. So it feels like you're, you know, all doing the big migration together. You feel yeah. kind of like close. Yeah, sure. So, And I, I can go on record as saying that difference between Texas and like the moment I got here, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is oh, where yeah. I need to be. Oh, yeah. Like it is... It just ain't Texas. <laughs> See, that part, I don't know. Right. Because, like, growing up here is, like, I kind of feel like it feels like you're growing up in Oz. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're just, like, everyone wants to be where you are. Right. But you're, like, I don't know anything other than Oz. That's all you know. Right. So. It's always been in color for yeah, you. Yeah. I'm, like, what? Yeah. You de- you just don't have all these cool things right. happening all the time. Right. And now I mean, talk about a golden cage, but like that's a whole other thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my Okay, so Texas does your do you know if your mom remembers Texas or like how old was she when her family came oh, out? Oh, she was like Oh, she was like a baby. Baby baby. She was so like no memories of two, Texas. 3. Okay. You know, something like that. Yeah. Um I hope she feels grateful to her. I I family for I think out. about this all the time like yeah. what would my life be like if I stayed in Texas right right like if my mom stayed in Texas and I'm like I mean on one hand it's nice to be able to have that Oz moment and I'm like I I wonder what it but then there's also like the unlearning and all the other stuff that it's, you a yeah, it's a whole psychological psychology thing, thing right. where so, it's like you'd be you right there'd be some element yeah. But it would but take it, so much longer for you to get to authentic you now. Correct. Because you're doing this, like, inauthentic, or not inauthentic, but just like that. Different. Feed. It's just, just that, yeah. Just different, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. I'll say that you do stand out here. You would hella stand out oh, there. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean the you that is you yes, right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. All right, we're getting into some uh, <laughs> yeah. real trippy shit here, and I swear to God, Philosophy I'm I'm sober stuff. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yes. But, okay, so um, your your mom's family's here now. Yes. So my my mom's family um, been here forever since the '60s. My my dad's family has been here even longer than that. Okay. Um, not sure where my grandmother on my dad's side is from, Mm -hmm. um, but my dad was born here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we basically stayed in this neighborhood, uh, in Western edition slash Hayes Valley, um, up until I was 16. Okay. Um, my mom grew up in this neighborhood, uh, and was here since she was a kid and you know this is basically home like this whole neighborhood even though it's you know different just, uh, just a little bit just a little different and it's not <laughs> yeah. just the freeway exit yeah um you know it it's still kind of home yeah there are morsels of home somewhere yeah uh, you know i had to find it a little bit yeah, yeah i parked over there on grove that feels the same. I so I moved to San Francisco yeah. in the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Probably came to Hayes Valley for my first time two thousand two thousand one or right. something. So I've seen the change since then, right. and that's dramatic. Yes. I can't imagine for you and your family like yeah. what y'all have seen. But yeah, but it does feel more like it used to over yeah. there. Yeah, no, there are. I I'm mean, pointing from Hayes toward Grove. Yes. for listeners. Yes. So <laughs> oh, uh, and we're in Patricia's Green. Which you chose. Which I chose. Because it's here in it's, the neighborhood that you yeah. grew up in. Yeah. And, like, I'm looking at uh, the grocery market, which is, like, the place where I would get ice cream yeah. uh, as a kid. Yes. And, like, I would, you know, walk there, get my favorite ice cream, go home and watch movies all, oh, I love all it. summer long. Yes, you would. <laughs> that was my thing. Hell yeah. Um, and there's, like, a little bit of, like, I always say that I can see things as, like, Photoshop layers when you live in the city for as long as you do because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that used to be this, which used to be this, which used to be this. Yep. And so you can like, you can really look at it and you're like, okay, like that that market is was, was the same, but I remember there used to be this like African tiki mask store oh, shit. that was like diagonal from there, yeah. and there was just a, uh, a like black guy with a huge dashiki and mm. like he would just play like really cool like afro beats all day long like and it out be, into the yeah, street out, yes. out into the street yes. and it would smell it. like all these different incense mm. you know like and it's funny because like now it's just like a vintage store or whatever but yeah. like you know like there's just like little tidbits of like oh yeah that used to be this, this i love that. your analogy to photoshop are you familiar there's a um I guess it's an architectural idea called palimpsest. No, I don't it's, know this. Or historical, or I don't know what it is. But um, the idea is like things being built on top of things that are already there. Like yeah. And so like it just kind of kind of keeps. Oh yeah. Going, you know, f- uh, moving outward. Right, like paint layers. But there's layers, yeah. like you're talking yeah, about like the it, Photoshop layers. It really of does. History. Yeah, it really does. Uh, it comes back, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I kind of left because I was seeing so many different layers of the city. Mm. And I think that that like really, it messed me up. Took a toll. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I ended up being one of those crotchety old men mm. who was just like, it's not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. That used to be. And I was just like, I am a young person. Like, right. I shouldn't have to be thinking about the city of, like, in that kind of way. Right. And so I... You're not I, you're not old enough to pine for the old days. Right. But right. it happened and it, is the yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I need some time, and I'm, I'm glad I did, because, like, now I can come back to the city and be like, oh. You can be at peace. Yeah, I can be yeah. at peace. I, yeah. I don't have to see everything as what it once was. Yeah. Um, I can see it for what it is. And that's one of the things that I envy about people who come here mm-hmm. is that they just see what's in front of them. With fresh eyes. And yeah. and they appreciate for what it is. We hope. Yeah. A lot of that's them do. True. A lot that's of them true. don't. That is very true. Um, but like there is a there is a feeling of like I I'm I have to let go right and um, that's for me and I want people to explore the city and love the city and like hear stories about the past and and get that uh, context mm-hmm. but I think my job as someone who's who's been here mm-hmm. is to you know let the history go mm. and to appreciate the present okay so that's kind of, the kind of yeah exactly we're both we, there there needs to be both sure. right there, there, but there needs to be a balance absolutely so that's what that's what i'm trying to do i'm like maybe one of these days i'll move back because i i do love it and i asked my dad like um a couple months ago i was like dad do you miss the city and he's like yeah of course mm. where is he now he's in richmond Richmond, California. Uh, yeah, Richmond, okay. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he moved out. We got evicted from my grandmother's home. Here in the Western Edition. Uh, well, no. no. She she grew up, or no, she um, had a house in, like, Ingleside. Okay. Um, and then my dad took over the house because she wanted to move to Clear Lake, California. Okay. And so um, we took over the house, and then we got evicted from that house. Oh, man. And uh, How old were you? I was... Like, do you remember it? Oh, no. I mean, I was, like, 19 oh, or shit. something okay. like that. Okay. This was right... It's in that weird time of your life where you're like, I want to move away from being with my parents, but I'm not really sure how to do that. Right. Um, and so that was the, I, I think I was just kind of pushed off that ledge mm. when I got evicted because I was yeah. like, okay, now I'm just going to be the adult. I have to like pay rent and stuff. Yeah. Because um, like I could have stayed with my dad, but I was like, I'm not going to stay with my dad. If I'm being pushed off a ledge, I'm going to figure out how to like do my own shit. You know, like as shitty and traumatic as it was, you took it as like a, a sign or a motivation. Yeah, to, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like that's, it's force growing up. Yeah. But, it, that's, it, it, but that's actually good of you. I I think to. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. No, I think there's there is still like a couple of I still had a couple of years of growth to do for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. I mean, obviously, no regrets. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed my time, and I learned so much about, like, growing up mm-hmm. from, like, being like, okay, whatever's money in your account is the money you have. Yep. You know, no one's going to, no one's coming for you. No one's going to save you. Right. 
it's it's time to grow up mm -hmm. and um, and uh, you know. You said you, you said you have a sister. I have a sister, uh, older sister, younger brother. Okay, so you're the middle. I'm the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all grow up close? Yeah, Ish, relatively. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think we are just completely different people. Oh yeah, and that I think happens. we all just kind of like did our own thing. Okay. Um, are I you was, the only artist? I was gonna say I yeah. You're the creative one. Yeah. Well, okay, so creatively. My family has been creative for quite some time. So my okay. dad's a playwright. Awesome. Uh, my mom's like hardcore crafter. Like okay. just the craftiest person. She's um, making stuff. Constantly making yes, stuff. Yes, I love it. Um, it's it's an addiction. Yeah. You know, and we do not want to be cured. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like there is no rehab for cra crafty people. Right. Okay. Um, so we. We've always been creative. I was always kind of, we were always um, in, like, able to be creative in, mm. the, in the home. Like, if we wanted to paint, well, my mom didn't want us to paint the walls, but I did anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's like, you can do a lot of creative things, just don't paint the walls. Mm. And I did it anyway, because I, I don't like rules, so. <laughs> mm, okay. Know thyself. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, because, like, if... If you would ask her to tell one story, it would be the painting of the mm. wall story. So mm -hmm. it's like, see, you just made that up out of nothing. Like, right. Rules are made to be broken. So I like to hear these stories. Um, it wasn't true for me in my life, but like for musicians growing up in a house where at the very least, like music was always on or yeah. like, you know, the older generations appreciated or talked about music or played. Yeah. Um, with writers yeah like you maybe your dad i don't know but like with artists it's like sounds like oh. at least creativity was encouraged oh it was it was ever present that's okay it was ever present so my dad would constantly be playing like musicals plays all the classic movies my love of classic movies comes from my dad for sure okay. i was uh, supposed to do my dad uh, still says that uh, he's he's mad that I'm not on Broadway. Oh, so he he had a vision and he, you, you yeah. went and screwed it all up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and he still to this day he's just like I thought you were going to be on Broadway, and I was just like you know, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean you know. Oh, like, goodness, I could, there's that too. Yeah. Never say never. I yep. could still be on Broadway, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway. <laughs> Quick aside. I just went with my wife um, because I did an episode with SF Playhouse downtown. Oh, yeah. I saw Guys and Dolls. Oh, nice. Really, really, really magic. I really yeah. Cool. I I'm into it. I haven't seen the the Broadway version. Only the movie. <laughs> the movie. Musical. Yeah. yeah. Um, which honestly, I'm surprised that they haven't done a movie musical. A new or, one. A new one. Like, yeah. That's you should go if you have a chance. Go see. Uh, go yeah. see it. It's up, I think for another month or ish. So okay. you know, six weeks or so. Yeah. Go see it. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I, I'm definitely down. Take I mean, your I'm, dad. I'm all, I'm all musical. Like nice for sure. Um, I go to New York. Like, I would say maybe once a year to oh, go wow. see a Broadway show. You're and not joking then. I was just like in London, and I saw my first like London uh, Broadway show nice so you know i'm just 
I'm one of those people. But so my my dad was very performance based. Mm-hmm. Loved telling stories. Mm-hmm. My dad loved telling stories. Would make them up out of nowhere. He had characters. He would constantly bring out these characters at random times during my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, he like he had a, a butler character who would serve on us whenever we you know did uh, tea and cookies. He was called <laughs> Sir Cookie. Uh, <laughs> we had Bruno, which was like this dumb dude who just never could get anything right and would constantly like yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. flail around and like didn't know how to do anything there's just all these like weird characters that my dad would throw out and then my mom was just like i just feel like yeah it, it was an addiction she had this like she would collect hoard things right and just like use them for random crafts like she would like constantly collect toilet paper rolls to make like these weird i don't know like just random stuff she was Um, uh resourceful yeah she would like dumpster dive and she would only drive us to school on trash day So that she could get like rummaged through the trash. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, just random stuff like garage sale, all these different. So, I am also like that. I consistently collect things. Mm -hmm. I just uh, took a table off the street yesterday, and I'm like, that's that's also old school San Francisco. Oh yeah, it happens a little bit still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but especially like end of slash beginning of the month oh yeah that's just hit the streets and you can furnish your entire no matter how big or small yeah i mean sunday sunday uh we used to like go to church because we actually went to church at um this one place on fillmore still around uh, and then after that, she, she'd be like, we're getting into the car, and we're going to garage sales. And we, yes. and like sometimes if you went at the very end of the garage sales, they're just like throwing it on the street. Yeah. And so we would just go around and collect all this stuff. Yep. And like, I'm not saying that it's like hoarders bad. It was never hoarders bad. Right. But it was always like my mom consistently had this delusion that she could do anything creatively and that got passed on to me and now i believe that i can creatively macgyver anything i appreciate that i, I mean i Again, love it <laughs> I, I, it's it, it could be characterized a thousand different ways yeah. but like you said obsessive and you mentioned not hoarders the show but like you mentioned potentially hoarding yeah oh but yeah also, but i'm like also resourceful craft yeah, it's very crafty. That's where that word comes it's from, very crafty. right? Yeah, my, yeah. yeah I, I, like I, that. I, I, I love that part about me. I love that I have multiple projects happening all at the same time. You can keep that straight in your head? Uh, so currently at my house, I'm looking, like, I can see all the projects that I have laying around my house. I am consistently cookie decorating on my... Uh, dining room table Mm -hmm. so like all of the icing bags are still out all of the sprinkles are still out the cookies are just waiting for me in a like you know little container or whatever and we're going there after this recording right (laughs) (laughs) if you want some cookies i have them because i'm going to chicago so i don't have oh shit that's a problem yeah so you know it's a real problem (laughs) and then i 
decided that I also wanted to make fake cookies. So I made cookies out of clay and I'm making them, I'm making Christmas cookies out of clay. Got it. And so I'm cutting them out and doing all that stuff. So yesterday I went from making real cookies to making fake cookies. And did you make the fake cookies look like the re- exact real cookies? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then I, I'm using that for like a wall decoration thing that I'm doing. Awesome. And so like, and then I also have like my painting studio that just has all my painting stuff. And then I also have like, uh, I just brought home a table so that I'm going to paint that. Yep. And then I have like a bunch of other projects that I'm like slowly but surely getting together so i have to have a lot of space that was artist milan allen in part two milan will share more about her life as a food artist that drops next tuesday wherever you get podcasts music for storied san francisco was produced performed and curated by otis mcdonald Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show, and drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city. Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaytoshaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history, and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.